0: what is happening all of my roaches out there welcome back to the brand new roach motel the josh potter show back for another episode fresh off of an airplane about to get back on another one we'll get into it in a second that's what i do i fly here just to do this little show for y'all So thank you for crawling out from uh, under the floorboards. And thank you to all the Chicago Roaches who came out to Zany's in Chicago this past weekend. Unbelievable time. Five shows packed to the gills. Thank you if you bought a poster, if you took a picture. Pleased to be tagging me in all of your pictures. Let me know that you were at the show. I had a great time meeting everybody. Special thanks to the club, to uh, Dave Kaplan over at NBC Sports having me in there. That was a hell of a time. Got to meet Ozzie Guillen, the legend himself. It was weird. He was in a green room, and he was just chilling watching the White Sox finish their game, and they were getting smoked by the Royals, and he's just, like, pissed off. (laughs) It was like he was coaching it, and I was like, is it okay if I ask him for a picture? (laughs) That was weird time to ask him but he couldn't have been nicer so thank you so much for coming out got another show next uh show will be the 25th of august philadelphia pennsylvania make sure you're in uh keeling for that bad boy tickets are available up on my instagram at josh underscore potter uh also up on my twitter at j underscore potter so Thank you so much if you came out And I hope I see you at the Pittsburgh Or the, Did I say Pittsburgh? I meant Philadelphia What's going on with me? Did I say Pittsburgh the first time? I think you said Pittsburgh the first time Well it's Philadelphia folks Philadelphia Pennsylvania August 25th <laughs> I've been confusing my Philadelphias and Pittsburghs lately And it's really we, My dad used to live in Pittsburgh I think that has something to do with it But yeah no Philadelphia August 25th I've probably fucked that up a thousand times and just noticed it but thank you again if you came out and we'll see you on the 25th also twitch.tv slash josh underscore potter the football season is beginning we'll be up on that bad boy once again doing madden also uh patreon.com slash the josh potter show if you'd like to watch things over there can we start this uh clock by the way just uh sorry no it's all good dude i appreciate you having it there but yeah you know I'm excited to get back uh, on the road. I've been on the road, and uh, you know I'm I'm having the you, now the wears and tears again, and I love it. I'm so happy, and uh, thank you again if you came to Chicago. I'm going to Austin tomorrow, though, hopping on another plane to go be a part of your mom's house live eight, which uh, I hope you've bought the pay per view for that. I'm going to be a part of the pre show, which is the VIP section. So if you bought the VIP. Uh, scenario with the merch, you'll be seeing me on the pre-show and I couldn't be more pumped to be a part of your mom's house live. So that's why I'm here for 24 hours. I leave. I just got a new apartment and I haven't. I might as well not have it <laughs> at this rate, but I'm excited and uh, can't wait to see you down the road. Also, a show with Chase O'Donnell happening in Yuma, Arizona, September 30th. So that's going to we're going to be co-headlining if you live in that area. I don't know where Yuma Arizona is the person who's promoting it couldn't be nicer. I'm going to find out where Yuma Arizona is. So if you live in that area, Chase and I'll be coming through September 30th. Those tickets will be on sale very soon as well. So now that we've got all the plugs out of the way, I am excited for the sports. We're going to get right into it, my friend, uh because it's getting to be that time of year. Right now it's like you know, the twilight of the sports year. Most of the summer is kind of boring because it's just baseball. I love baseball, don't get me wrong. But when you're in the dog days of July and then August, it starts to get monotonous. And you're like, man, I cannot wait for friggin' football. So let's get into the sports now, shall we? Conservative- rooting- yeah. Beep, 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 And that's right, baby. Football is officially back. You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and and delivers it uh, really well. I don't don't even know who that is in terms of broadcasting, but he's not wrong. Boy, oh boy, you have to like when a guy comes in your face and he just delivers it, right? Right. God, I'm so happy football's back. Already, preseason. It's preseason, and we're getting gems like that right out of the rip, and uh, I can't wait for more, so send them on in if you see them, Uh, because I can't watch all the preseason games. I try, but preseasons are, their games are usually locally broadcast, and then sometimes they'll replay them on NFL Network, but you also get less experienced broadcasters, so they say real gems like that one, and again, I don't even know who that was. It's probably somebody I've actually heard before, but at the end of the day oh, that's one where a guy says it he goes oh yeah you gotta love it when a guy comes in your face and you're sitting next to him and you're, and thank god you're not on television <laughs> the entire time because you're sitting next to him and you're like does he know what he just said does he have any idea or you make a face and he then realizes usually you hear him snicker afterwards but it seems like they really glossed over that guy right there boy oh boy just that gotta was a push full through. sentence. I mean, yeah, but that was a full-on. That's one where I look at the guy and I go, maybe sit, you know, sit the next couple out there, pal. Maybe you take a little rest before you start uh, giving us some more analogies. Gotta love when a guy just comes in your face and just delivers it. Can we hear it one more time? You have to like when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and, and delivers it uh, really well. Oh, it's even better than I repeated it as... I gotta love when there's a guy coming right in your face and he just sits in there and delivers it really well. Well, also, uh, you know, I was looking forward to over the weekend, the Buffalo Bills played a preseason game and they won and I was excited, but it really, you know, it's preseason. It's just a little tease. Uh, But, We got to see Deshaun Watson in action, and we might not see him all—we're still waiting to find out, as of at least this recording, uh, 12 or so hours before release of the program on Tuesday, we're still waiting to find out what's going to happen to Deshaun Watson, if indeed he will get what the uh, third-party arbitration person gave him, which was a six-game suspension for exposing his B-hole to uh, masseuses all over the country, 35 or so plus— masseuses only masseuses so it's very serial of him to be you know he wanted to get his quote unquote glutes massaged I don't know if he's aware that they know the glutes aren't in your asshole (laughs) the glutes are your actual ass but nevertheless I I mean we found out how many people had complaints about it but I'm curious how many people complained about it versus you know because a lot of times sexual assault goes unreported so that means he's probably tried this like 600 times in his life And that means there's probably a fraction of them who are like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Like that did it too, you know, so he's a menace to just massage parlors. He shouldn't be going to the professional ones. He should be only going to the ones where they, in fact, you know, advertise, maybe not publicly, but through word of mouth, uh, through ass to mouth, perhaps (laughs) that they do this type of service. He needs to stick with those. Robert Kraft could give him a couple lessons or two about where to go. So he's facing the six game suspension and now the league, it's up to them to decide, do we want to uphold six games or do we want to give him more? Do we want to give him less? We might not see him for the entirety of the the season. He might not play this whole year. So having him start an NFL preseason game was an interesting choice by the Cleveland Browns. And they thought, you know, we're going to knock a little rust off him. He hasn't played in a game since 2019 because of all this. So we have to see what we've got here. And so the Cleveland Browns went down to Jacksonville to play their first uh, preseason game. And boy, oh boy, the Jacksonville Jaguars fans, they really showed out. I mean, these people, you know, you don't hear much about the Jaguars fan. You know, people probably assume they're probably one of the worst fan bases in the country. Sorry, I just flicked that pen cap into the air. That was wild. (laughs) Really launched that bad boy. But, yeah, no, the Jaguars, when when you hear, like, football fandom, Jacksonville Jaguars fans aren't the first ones that come to mind. There have been some gems out there. Don't get me wrong. There's been some viral fans out there. But now I'm starting to raise them in my ranks after this because they were, you know, this is a preseason game. You would think the crowd's still in preseason form just like the players. Maybe they're not uh, up to snuff on their cheers, their heckling. Maybe they don't even sell that many tickets. It looks like at this particular game, not a lot of people there, but they've galvanized and came together to heckle Deshaun Watson in a way that I couldn't possibly imagine, and it makes me so giddy. Let's hear the video. Oh That's right. and uh, We're at Children's Day here at the, uh, <laughs> the football park, uh, the football stadium here at Jackson. What is it? TAA Bank Stadium or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it's called. But yeah, I mean, there's children. There are old people around. It doesn't matter. They are shouting, you sick fuck, as if uh, <laughs> it's like, let's go Jags. I mean, it is so unanimous everybody cheering it on you know he's hurt hearing it too that's my favorite part you know he's hearing it and if I'm on the field I'm laughing my ass off it'd be very hard for me even as a teammate of Deshaun Watson <laughs> to not go like do you hear that that's hilarious and he'd be like I don't know it's really not that hilarious I've lost tens of millions of dollars in lawsuits and uh, I am kind of a sick fuck <laughs> Well, I'm so happy football's back. And I'm so happy. Thank you, Jaguars fans, for making week one of preseason a memorable one. That is for sure. I mean, even if you didn't watch your team's game play uh, this weekend, perhaps you saw this and you go, ah, man, I can almost smell the crispness of fall in the air. You know, the autumn winds are starting to blow and we're starting to get some football coming our way. Uh, but elsewhere, you know, baseball is still happening. And uh, there was a a viral video that went all along, and I saw Dave Portnoy tweeted about it, and he had a different take than everybody else. Of course, when I watch this video, it's a very sentimental video from the Little League World Series. It's uh, You'll see it in a second here. But basically, it's, it's a feel-good video, just to give you a little bit of a premise on it. And when I see feel good videos, of course, I, you know, my inner bitch just comes out and I don't speak about my inner bitch the way that Joe Rogan speaks about it, where he's like, you have to quell your inner. My inner bitch is just like, let's watch rom-coms. Let's fucking, you know, let's get uh, uh, tissues out and get ready. Eats, you know, stra- strawberries in a, in a quilt on the couch. That's my inner bitch. I don't try to suppress it. You know, I don't mind it. I see a cat video, I'm starting to tear up, you know what I'm saying? So that's what my initial reaction was to this video, uh, was being sad. <laughs> Not sad, but you know, what's the word? I always equate cr- crying cry wistful. Yeah, just being like, oh, it's so adorable, but Dave Portnoy had a very funny take, you know, it's like the Little League World Series. First, let's see what happened before we get into it. I mean, you can read it as, as you're watching it, I suppose. So the pitcher beans the batter, hits him right in the side of the head. And that's a scary moment for any pitcher, unless you wanted to do that and you're a menace. So the kid gets drilled, goes, takes his base. You can mute this, Rob. We don't need to hear them talk. Uh, and so he takes his base and now the pitcher on the mound at the same time, like that, just being the kid is standing there with his glove over his head. He is distraught because he did this. So the kid walks off first base, comes up to the mound, gives him a hug and says, you're doing all right. It's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. I'm just, you know, I don't know what he said (laughs) verbatim, but I'm going to give you what I pretty much the rundown. So they kind of do a mound visit and come over and sort of aid the distraught child and sort of try to get his morale back up here. And the kid comes over from first. Now, what I thought would be hilarious, and Dave Portnoy said this is... Dave Portnoy was outraged, and I thought that was funny that he was like, this is the Little League World Series, you know, like, you got in that kid's brain. Now you now you take the... you twist the nail, so to speak. I can't read the words. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Yeah, exactly. It's that attitude. And so... Everyone was up his ass. You know, he started trending on Twitter because everyone's like, you're an animal, you're so terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I thought it was, you know, it's obviously just a funny joke. What I really thought when I watched the video, though, was the pitcher should throw him out at first. Like, (laughs) the kid walked off the base, and they all came over for a mound visit. Should have did the old hidden ball trick and passed it back to the first baseman so when he got back, he'd be tagged out. And then he'd be like, "Mm." (laughs) you know, it would have been a perfect ruse. Who would have been the bigger... Like, what a twist that would have been, right? So you think like, oh, it's really nice of that kid to not, that got Bean not to take it personally and not to be like, fuck this pitcher, I'm glad he's crying, let's start hitting dingers off him. You know, I think they took him out pretty, pretty close thereafter, but it's one thing to just like have that attitude and be like, well, that was, he's such a good sport. How bad of a sport if after that kid came up to hug the pitcher Would he have been the pitcher have been if he would have thrown him out, that would have made the guy turn into like the ultimate villain after he beamed him and everything like that would have made the batter look like a martyr. And I I don't know, it would have been crazy. I started I started to think about that in my head. I'm like, which one could have been the worst sport at the end of the day? Oh, man, that's what you know. And if I'm a Little League pitcher, I'm taking this uh, strategy to mind. If you're out there, if you have a child in in Little League right now, maybe you two listen to the show together, which would be a nice father-son bonding sort of experience. I want to, you know, give a lesson. Don Cherry used to give lessons to the children out there about hockey. I want to do that right now for baseball. Do the old crying on the mound trick. This is the best time to, I mean, you you bean the kid, you cry. Now every kid's going to want to be the new viral hero, and they're going to walk up to you and give you a hug that's when you throw them out. That's when you give it to the first baseman. So when they come back over, ha tag, gone. Then you get to go, eh, you should have stayed on your fucking base. <laughs> Lesson learned. So yeah, tell your kids, if your kid's a pitcher out there in Little League, bean the kid, cry, get the hug, and then get the out. It's gonna work out great. You might get a fucking double play out of that in some instances. Who knows? But also we had this... Uh, little piece of uh, broadcasting action from the baseball world which was an interesting one that came up another one where you look at the guy in the booth and you're going huh did you like you, you know what you're saying right now right yeah I rubbed up quite a few balls <laughs> in my life Sure it was a good learning experience. Ah, uh, you see how long that silence was? <laughs> Should we count it? I mean, that was them laughing. That's them going like... He knew what he was doing there. That's what I love about it. He's like, I rubbed up a few balls in my life. And the other guy's like... You know. I mean, we need to get in-booth cameras so that it can hold people accountable for things like that. You could tell they were laughing, too, because then he came back and he was like, I'm sure that was a good learning experience gay jokes partner right hilarious oh boy that's a fun one though because that's one where he's specific like the other one the coming one I'm sure the other guy he's like you know focused in he's locked in and he was like I, I didn't even catch it this guy this one they you know you're at a baseball game it's fucking what what inning is this Rob mm. it says it in the top corner
1: Here, let's make it full screen
0: it doesn't say I can't tell if it says yeah, it or not but it's, you know, they're trying to string things along. Bottom of the second? Oh, it's only the bottom of the second and they're already talking about uh innuendos about balls. Boy oh boy, that broadcast must have gone off the rails pretty quickly. But that's uh that's one funny example for sure of I want to, you know. That's when I wish I could give a post-game press conference and ask questions to the broadcasters. <laughs> In the bottom of the second when you were talking about rubbing balls, Did you know what you were going to say before you said it, or when it came out of your mouth, did you realize it? And then you get a little dossier on how that all went. But I'm excited. Football's back. The sports world is coming back. You know, some people have noted perhaps there hasn't been as many sports stories lately, and that is simply because there hasn't been as many sports lately. The fall brings all the sports with it, and I can't wait. we got football, then we've got hockey, we've got basketball, all kinds of stuff coming, but let's get into the news because we have to start off uh, with a bit of a, a sad note in the news. Let's get into it. Ba-ba, R.I.P. Anheishe we all saw the footage over the weekend. Well, it's been a week now, I guess. I mean, and I feel like uh, I was asking Rob and Kirsten here, I was like, am I an idiot for not really know what's, knowing what's going on about uh, this Anne Heche business or what? Like, I can't tell you. I mean, I saw that she was in a car accident and I saw some of the video, but then, you know, people were talking about drugs, people were talking about other things, and, uh, it's all very cloak and dagger. It's almost like the internet doesn't tell me enough. Like when I, I, I guess maybe my Google is just mainstream media idiot or something like that. Cause I just get the like RIP article at this point. Do you know? And Kirsten, you didn't even know who Anne Heche is, right? You're like, should I know her from something?
2: I have no idea.
0: <laughs> She's like a 90s actress that was in. Uh, I remember her explicitly in a Matthew McConaughey rom-com where it was like they were in a plane crash, I believe, and lived on an Matthew island. Matthew McConaughey? I thought that yes. was... Are you sure? I'm positive. Okay. Give it a goog. Because I fucking... I remember thinking in my head, wasn't Matthew McConaughey just... There was a period of his career where he was just doing rom-coms, it seemed. Everything was a rom-com. He did one with J Lo. He did one, I thought, with Anne Hesh. Maybe I'm wrong, but it's maybe it's uh, I'm almost certain that's Harrison Ford, by the way. Oh, Harrison Ford! You you are correct. You got it. You nailed it. Six days, seven nights. That movie sucked. And you know she was in a lot of stuff, but you know what she was most famous for? Kirsten was, uh, and this was very, I don't know, I guess you could say progressive for the time. She came out as a lesbian and immediately dated Ellen DeGeneres. And when Ellen and her broke up, this is pre-Portia de Rossi, when her and Ellen broke up, uh, Anne Heche went back to being straight, and she claimed that Hollywood blacklisted her because of her being a lesbian, which was odd because, you know, Ellen was killing it and also much more of a lesbian <laughs> so <laughs> it was just a very odd stance that she took so some people thought maybe she was doing uh what people get accused of nowadays where they're changing their gender or whatever they're they're changing their pronouns and things like that almost in a way to get clout you know people were kind of looked at it like oh Anne hache hopping on the old lesbo bandwagon here and they weren't sure if she was true in her uh, convictions or not. But, you know, I mean, obviously people can go back and, you know, people are bi and maybe bi wasn't so much of an understandable sentiment back in the 90s. I mean, it was already, people were already like, oh, what, Ellen's gay? As if that was like a shocking revelation, you know? When it happened, everyone was like, oh, I heard the one on the television? No. But, uh, yeah, so I mean, she was very famous for that. She says her career tanked post all of that so that's why you Kirsten have not seen her in any films evidently it's because she's a lesbian and Hollywood doesn't like lesbians according to Anne Heche. Uh meanwhile uh, reality <laughs> is a different story so Anne Heche always kind of been off her rocker a little bit right and I don't want to speak ill of the dead because I don't I also don't know what's going on here the other question I have is: I know that there was news footage of the woman who owned the home, uh, but no one in that house got hurt that she collided into. We're hearing all about Anne Hacia's status, and you know she was put onto life support and eventually taken off of it, uh, and subsequently passed away. But nobody in that home. Uh, thankfully was injured because boy oh boy and I know a couple of kids back in high school this happened many a time back in high school I feel like it happened like a handful of times drunk kids would just go whipping in their in their cars and get too wasted and then just lose control of it and then like crash into a house or something like that at the end of the street and so Anne Heche kind of uh, you know this was in the middle of the daytime she had evidently had gone to a hair salon right before that I saw an interview with the man who worked at the hair salon and they asked him you know did she seem inebriated did she seem uh on drugs or drunk or something like that and he was like no she was a very lovely person she purchased a red wig and told me that she didn't i said no I, that's not cut or you know whatever they do to it you know sized or cut or whatever treated and she, and i told her all this but she still wanted it that's your sign brother <laughs> That's the sign that you you're not dealing with a woman of sound mind. I don't know, she put the fucking red wig on and then drove around like Cruella de Vil because good golly after she left there. I don't know unless you are trying to die, why you would drive this fast in a Mini Cooper. And we do have the video. Let's see it to give anybody who like me was in the dark a little glimpse as to what we're talking about here. This is first like in an alley. Where she almost hits somebody. She just peels away. This is like right before. Someone's filming it because she's almost hit people in this little alleyway. I didn't know a Mini Cooper could go that fast. Now, here is the most crazy video. This isn't sped up at all. Just tearing through there, and I don't know how far away that was. Comparative, we don't need to see that part. But um, that was just her being pulled out of the car. But can we go back to just? Uh, can you cue up just the middle video of her whipping through that ring camera thing there? I used I my father used to have a Mini Cooper, and uh, I uh, you can mute it too. We don't need to hear the the sound of it. And I used to uh, drive it around. I remember there was a time I had to go pick up my sister or something like that. And Mini Coopers in the snow are a nightmare to, to handle. They're a very small car, obviously lightweight. Maybe they've changed in the last uh, 12 years or so. But uh, I remember driving it and it's just a small amount of snow on the ground. And I did a full 360 just going like 30 miles an hour because it was that hard to control. Seeing Anne Heche, Italian job style whip this thing down the street like that is insane. And it's like I mean, she went straight into a house. It's not like she tried to you don't hear any breaks during that. You don't hear any um you hear just squealing of tires, which I don't know it's just like the whole car is like coming down the street, you can hear it a mile away. But you know what I I really am? Is proud of the internet. Because despite the circumstances of this wreck and why it happened and how people may feel about Anne Heche. The internet really didn't meme this as much as I would have expected going in. This is one of those videos, hands down, that you could have memed. You know what I mean? I, I could think of a thousand. You know, it's like when she's got that wop and she just rolled a blunt, you know, and it's her fucking car whipping down the street. <laughs> see if you can cue it up, and I'll, I'll see if I can time it out. Go back to the beginning <laughs> Alright. Sound yeah. or no sound. No sound. It's like when your girl orders dominoes and she says you could play Xbox tonight, so come on through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn
0: it. Not you know bad. what I mean? We could have had a thousand of those. <laughs> but the internet, I didn't see one. You know? I didn't see one of them. When she's got that wet ass pussy and rolling up them. Dank ass blunts. I like
1: that. This is your voice for Side Dick Eddie. We should get Side Dick Eddie in here to do some uh, some voiceover work. Oh my god, us. he has the
0: best deeper voice than I have. He's got plenty of a bass in his. He could read a. He could read a lot of things. We're definitely gonna have to get him in here for sure. That would be awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, R.I.P. Ann uh I mean, boy, oh boy. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to call her uh, idiot woman. But Jesus, <laughs> she might be. Don't want to speak ill of the dead, but she might be, you know, I uh,
2: can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer.
0: But we had an email, by the way, at Josh at Gmail that uh, brought up last week's topic of the racist mascots or the mascots that could potentially be racist or perhaps not racist says hey Josh I had something I wanted to inform you of regarding the VeggieTales cartoon characters from last week you said if they had a watermelon to represent the uh, uh, you know the
2: uh, the uh, inner city blacks
0: I gotta have John Otto say it she wrote it but I gotta have John Otto say it. (laughs) then that would be racist My twin 11-month-old daughters love VeggieTales to this day. They watch it all day, every day. There is a watermelon character. It is part watermelon, part dinosaur, and its name is Takasaurus. Its whole thing is taking things that don't belong to it. He just takes and takes and takes. Is it this roach's belief that the watermelon does indeed represent the uh, inner city blacks and the show creators are saying that uh, watermelons steal things this person disagrees but black kids definitely don't steal bikes they said oh that's a tom that's a tom thing high and tight scott from mississippi so do we have a video of this it's a, or a picture of this person watermelon bodied dinosaur they were like we can't make it two on the nose <laughs> We've got to give it, we just make the body a, a watermelon and we'll make it a dinosaur. That's what we'll do. That way people won't call us out on it. But yeah, no, it steals things. It's a really wild, uh, that good catch. Scott in, Scott in Mississippi, by the way. So he's got a fine eye for these types of things. These subtle, you know, racisms. So thank you for bringing that to our attention. And we'll have to keep our eye on Takasaurus. Uh, they didn't put watermelon or anything in his name either. That was smart of them in that, in, in many uh, ways. But we have plenty of roach reports coming up in just a moment. I want to let you know that today's show is brought to us by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, my friend, and ups and downs, don't you know? I've experienced many, and you know what helps keep me balanced is uh, speaking to a therapist. Honest to God, like I've I've taken part in this, and uh, it actually is even easier to do it when it's over zoom or, or your phone it's not over zoom but you know it's over their uh, their app you can do it video you can do even just audio if you're not comfortable looking someone in the face when you uh, kind of use better help uh but you can do it from the comfort of your own home you can do it at your office on your lunch break wherever you have time whenever you have time you can use better help and uh Right now, BetterHelp Online Therapy is here to help with those twists and turns and match you with a your own licensed professional therapist in less than 48 hours. They can do it right away. So just go get that app. Sign up right now. You can visit BetterHelp.com slash Josh Potter. That's BetterHelp, uh, better com slash Josh Potter. And join over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with experienced Professionals. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they're actually recruiting additional therapists in all fifty states. So let them match them up with yours. Special offer for all the little roaches out there: they get ten percent off the first month at BetterHelp.com/slash Josh Potter. Thank you to BetterHelp. We're gonna find some people who need some better help right here, because further in the news, Roach Reporter out there, Justin. Sent in some wonderful things. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, we have some other depressing news. I talked about this woman a lot in past weeks because she was an OnlyFans person that I was subscribed to very heavily. Uh, I was buying her things. In fact, uh, the man in this picture with her, I saw his penis go inside of her a few times in a few different ways. Her name is Courtney Clenny. She was going by Courtney Taylor on the old OnlyFans. And like I said, bought many, many. She started out as a fitness girl. I don't know how I came across her in the algorithm. My algorithm is just straight up on Instagram, you know, baseballs and butts. That's pretty much the whole thing. So Instagram knows what I like. And I think I came across her and she was just this hot girl that was like trying to sell like fitness stuff, you know, fitness clothes workouts oh try this workout it helps your ass get bigger whatever the case and i think she learned that this was too finite or that nobody gave a shit and she decided you know what going full porn so her only fans took a turn and a turn for the better if you ask this roach right here and she started doing full-on stuff and it was really ramping up i gotta say at its apex toward the end there you know she was doing full-on sex scenes and with this gentleman that uh is in the photo here, and evidently, we talked about it. We reported it. This man was murdered, and prime suspect number one is old Miss Courtney Clenny.
2: Uh, oh, murder!
0: And uh, so, to give you back the details here, it was back in Miami, back in April. Uh, she was arrested. Charged with murder right after it happened. The 26-year-old was taken into custody uh, in Hawaii. Eventually, this is like months later after an investigation. Her arrest was confirmed Wednesday afternoon by her Miami defense lawyer. I'm completely shocked, especially since we were cooperating with the investigation and offered a voluntary voluntarily surrender her if she were charged uh we look forward to clearing her name in court well i'm sure you were cooperating but at the end of the day it's like they were like yeah no she did it so we have to arrest her the arrester caps <laughs> a four-month investigation by miami police they were in a hotel you see and they were in this miami hotel and i swear to god i bought a video of them fucking in this hotel I definitely because it was like I bought it and then days later murder and it showed footage of the hotel like in the I don't know the pictures that you would see in the article when it was like murder in Miami or whatever and I'm like that's the hotel that they were so is my only fans like evidence like I wonder if I can even still access it I better be able to I'll make a fucking. Phone call right away to OnlyFans and be like, I paid for this. Where's my fucking porn? I know that she murdered him, but I want now it makes me want to watch him. It's somewhere there in the archives. It's kind of crazy. So, yeah, she's. Uh, it doesn't say what her uh, – the boyfriend was also, like, doing OnlyFans, too. I wonder if he still got his up because hers doesn't exist anymore. But the things I purchased, I think, should still be – and if they're not, I'm coming for you, OnlyFans. Come, I'll, I'll tally up however many – I don't think I don't got the statements – I got the statements, and I will come after you. That's what my concern is mostly in most of this is that I will still get porn. Hey, she could keep it going and get some real good jail footage, some girl-on-girl stuff if she gets put into a prison. So I'm just saying, Courtney, don't shut it down quite yet. Maybe we can see what's going on here. with, Because we also have another story in here that involves a prison relationship. Let's see if I can find it because it's not at the top of my stack. I know, right? Oh, here it is. Now this guy lucked out. This guy, if you're going to jail for anything, and say you're, uh, I've been watching, binge watching Better Call Saul, and you know Kim Wexler, she tries to be, a, she's like, I want to be a public defender, and she's like, you know, going gung ho. At one point, they say like, that was a crazy case you made there for that defendant of yours. You, uh, you must have put in about fifty hours of work there. And you're getting paid $700, so 50, you know, they did the math. They're like, you're making minimum wage. You know, public defenders don't, they don't necessarily, it's kind of like they're weighing their options here. You know, they get a lot of cases in front of them, and they don't necessarily get to give the best legal advice every time. A, because maybe they're not qualified, or B, because they're too scatterbrained, because they have too many things going on. It's the nature of the beast. If you're poor and you go into the system, you're kind of fucked. Uh, as opposed to a rich person, but not the luckiest guy ever. Here we have a a public defender goes above and beyond for their client. This coming into us from Justin M., who sent it over to joshpottershow at gmail.com. A reportedly since-fired Jackson County, Missouri public defender has been sentenced to federal prison for smuggling heroin to a prison inmate with whom she had a romantic relationship. So not only is this public defender... Fucking this guy, which is already awesome. She's bringing him heroin. That means she's like, you know, she's got to bring in the heroin in the jail. She's got to like go to th- some lengths, you know, to get that in there. That's a, that's a ride or die right there. My God, I'd like to meet a girlfriend who would do half of this, and by half I mean just fuck me. That would be nice. <laughs> That'd be nice to meet a girlfriend like that. But boy, to bring me heroin in jail and also like have a relationship with me in jail. And she's trying to get him off the charge. You know she's trying hard, right? Her name is Julianne L. Colby. She's 44 years old of Kansas. She's going to spend one year and one month behind bars herself. Hope (laughs) it doesn't sound like she got a good public defender herself there. Court records say she must serve three years on supervised release when the term of her incarceration concludes. Uh, The DOJ summarized the drug smuggling charges as follows. We don't need to hear about that. We know she put... uh, heroin in her hoo-ha and then brought it into him. I want to get more into the doing it stuff. In August 2019, Colby regularly visited the conspirator, they won't give his name, at the Cameron Correctional Center where he was serving a sentence for his murder conviction. Oh my god, another colby and the conspirators they keep calling him had a series of phone conversations during which they used a variety of code words to discuss the plan to mail heroin and contraband into the center so she didn't actually put it into her pussy or her asshole she actually mailed it kind of now i'm like is she ride or die i don't know is that her on the screen no, no. that's him okay no, that's c antonio kennedy that's the guy yeah <laughs> oh my eyes are so blurry i'm like is that her because i was kind of like i guess you can you take what you can get when you uh are getting heroin and sex while you're you know in jail for murder charges but hey what did she look like was that her down below or was that him no they don't have
1: any pictures of her that's me
0: and they have his name and they don't have it in here what'd you say kirsten
2: i was trying to find a picture of her too and it's like it only shows him
0: oh uh, well that's so funny that I'm like Ooh, rough mug on that lady but uh, <laughs> no that's the guy okay <laughs> yeah no I just saw the long hair so yeah he's in there he's serving for murder they're trying to talk about email or uh, mailing drugs heroin specifically these calls were monitored and recorded by the correctional center we all the calls in if you're calling a correction center it is recorded it doesn't matter what code you could use it's got to be so ironclad Because they are definitely going to listen to it. Think about it. There's a guy whose job it is to listen to that. You know that person... That's what their passion is, is listening to phone conversations. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a person who's like, I can't wait. Oh, you hear some juicy shit. They're going through it with a fine-tooth comb. I guess if you knew that they were just some bored person who didn't give a shit, it's a different story. You got to really know the personality of the person who monitors the phones to know if you're going to get narked on or not or how explicit your codes need to be but i'm just saying like everyone knows jail conversations are recorded how many people have gotten in trouble from 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 the past into now just fucking don't say shit on the phone at jail it's another lesson for the kids out there you know we talked about that little league lesson here's another one when you go to jail the phones are tapped all right so fucking stop getting yourself in trouble The defendant has no criminal history prior uh, points in part because she has received diversion for two serious offenses. Okay, the defendant uh, misused prior leniency, a high end guideline sentence. Oh, so she was using her public defender stance to get out of other shit back in the day. That's neither here nor there. Let's see how they uh, eventually started coming together. When she arrived back in America after she was uh, abandoned in South Korea. Well, if you're abandoned, this this is a wild story. Julian Colby was born and abandoned in South Korea back in 1977. She lived in an orphanage for the first two years of her life. Although the details of this early period of her life are unknown to her, when she was adopted at 22 months old, she was malnourished to the point she wore nine-month-old's clothing. And she was inexplicably afraid of men, or uh, inexplicably afraid of men. When she arrived in America with her adoptive parents, she required several years of adjustment. she suffered panic attacks for fear that she would be given back to the Korean orphanage. So this woman went through hell. Her, she is mentally just like broken from a very young age, unbelievably young age. She rose above all of this to become a lawyer. And uses her powers for good to become a public defender and help the people that can't afford to have uh, their day in court. And then she succumbs to a murderer's big dick. And that's what did her in. (laughs) After all that strife and just rising above all the odds, all it took was a good dicking for her to just throw it all to the wind. Miss Colby desperately seeks approval from loved ones, always feeling as if she is not good enough to receive it. This is what the defense is uh, arguing here. Uh, Some of the uh, conversations on the phone read like this. Uh, Do you have it? Yeah, let me find it real quick.
2: Okay, so... You're Colby, I'm I'm Kennedy, yes. Okay. Should I start? "All right,
0: so we we will read the text messages between the two. Playing the role of the defense attorney slash lady will be Kirsten and I will be the jailed man who is uh, named Mr. Kennedy evidently. Begin.
2: Question. Have you only dated black girls?
0: Honestly, yeah. But I've been with all kinds before. Why?
2: Just curious. So have you only dated black girls but messed around with girls of different ethnicities?
0: You're lying again. Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Asians are the best, just so you know. Kiss emoji.
0: She's trying to get herself up there and pumped up. Yeah, but never Asians. I'm curious to find out, and why means what about you?
2: See, I'm old. I don't know acronyms. LOL. I've been with white guys, but since college, I've been with black guys. I tend to attract black guys. (laughs)
0: LOL. It's okay. I'll teach you... I'll teach you the ones you don't know And which is better White or black He's trying to find out which is better here Cause you know what they say Once you go You never So let's see if she agrees
2: Well I've been with black guys who are horrible And I've been with white guys who are awesome So honestly it just depends
0: Aw. LOL Aw, Okay I see He's disappointed with the answer
2: I know people say once you go black you never go back But I have been with black guys who put black guys to shame LOL. I have been with black guys who were very well endowed, but white guys I've been with have held their own. I have never gotten any complaints. Asian women are awesome. (laughs) I am. I am great at what I do. I've been told I'm the best by every guy I've ever been with. Wink emoji. Not to brag, but I will because I am that great.
0: LOL. I want to find out for myself. Hold on for a moment. He's not doing much. I've done a lot of sexting in my days. Doesn't even seem like he gives a shit. He's like, LOL. Cool basically to her like being like what's the acronym for sucking your dick like that's basically (laughs) what she's trying to find out here (laughs) i'm old i don't know acronyms does that mean like drink your cum like what is she she's not she's over here trying to really throw it out there and he is not even biting he's like all right so this girl he's luring her in and now he's going to be like bring me heroin i hope i hope that's what it's getting to but let's see what else okay so keep going
2: i have 20 years on you though lol
0: I'm most definitely up for a challenge. Girls my age can't handle me. I need a real woman. Two kiss emojis.
2: Girls your age annoy the shit out of me. They're so ungodly, immature. (laughs) LOL.
0: Women hit their sexual peaks around the late... Oh, I'm sorry, this is you. Sorry, that's me again. It keeps
2: throwing me off that she's going back to back. I'm sorry. Women hit their sexual peaks around late 30s to 40s, and guys hit theirs in their early 20s, so that is why you see older women with younger men.
0: So you're at your sexual peak meaning that this is the time in your life where you're the most freakiest.
2: <laughs> no, I'm an it's exception. I've been in my sex I've been in a sexual peak and I'm Asian, so I've always been a freak.
0: Freaky enough to give it to me in a jail visitation room? LOL. Here we go. Now he's figuring it out.
2: That's not being freaky. That's gambling. LOL.
0: Further along in the conversation, Colby told Kennedy that she could lose her job her law license her social work license if she got caught and that she couldn't take that risk I'm ready for everything you're ready for Kennedy replied
2: I don't doubt your skills and willingness
0: (laughs) and that was that and scene so obviously we know that despite her explaining thank you thank you despite her explaining all of the reasons why she couldn't do it and why she shouldn't do it she ultimately did it, and I do wonder, are Asians the best? We'll have to find out next time. <laughs> they didn't get into if, that. If her sexting
1: is any indication, then she's fucking awful in bed because that was the least sexy conversation I have ever.
0: Yeah, she's trying to keep it kind of professional. Not really, actually. You're right. That <laughs> yeah, was. Wait, I don't know no, about you're that. right. And here's the thing: because I've been, I've been through the sexting gambit, and uh, you know, it's embarrassing to go back and read your sex. I would say, <laughs> like, it is just abs if we did that with my sex i would I, w- I should try and like and maybe i never reveal it i'll like i should do like a three card monty of like which sex are mine and which one i made up and <laughs> see if we can guess which one two truths but, and a lie yeah, but with sex exactly yeah with sex thing or maybe people out there if you want to help me uh, feel less embarrassed you send in some of your more wild sexts and we don't have to give identity but Yeah, you have some that are just like, this is my speed. And then you have some where it's like, oh, this is cute. She's really giving it a go. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that's what I would have thought with this uh, Colby woman here. I would have been like, oh, this is adorable. She's being flirty. But, I mean, I would have been like him. I wouldn't have been able to up the ante because I would have been kind of like, all right, this is adorable or whatever. And he in you know, to his credit, he didn't jump in and take the bait right away. He wasn't like, but he did eventually get to like you freaky enough like he saw his window there he's like oh so you're at your freakiest age right now and she was like hell yeah and he's like freaky enough to do it in the jail and she was like ooh you know she was getting to that point anyway but she wanted him to know the consequences she wanted him to know and hopefully feel the weight of her decision so that it meant more to him but in that moment you have to understand lady don't matter (laughs) he's never going to care you know what I'm saying when it's coming to sexting you're trying to get ultimately that uh, carrot at the end of the stick and when you post up the consequences consequences be damned in that moment you're never going to find a guy unless it's post nut clarity you're never going to be able to make those consequences weigh on his mind the way that they weigh on your mind lady idiot woman But she ended up, you know, losing all of those things and more. Looks like she went to jail and uh, she had drug charges brought up upon her. So her life is destroyed. This guy, he's like, eh, I'm still here. (laughs) I'm still in the jail. His life didn't really change much. He got some ass. Good for him. You know, good for him at the end of the day, I suppose. She knew what she was getting into. Uh, Here we have another one from Justin M. This is a, a very different sort of article here doesn't involve murder but it does involve revenge and I've never you know I've wanted to take revenge out on people at times but you know I try through therapy and things like that I go you know what it's better I'm too lazy for revenge is what I've noticed because it will never be as good as what was done to me do you know what I'm saying it won't hurt as hard ever and it doesn't make you feel better at the end of the day so I'm never a big proponent of revenge kind of let things wash off the back a little bit especially in my older age But there are some services out there, evidently, if you do enough research, that will lend themselves to you providing revenge on somebody. And I didn't know this existed until right now, thanks to Justin M. Uh, But Shit Express, it's called Shit Express. It's a website, evidently, a web service that lets you send a box of feces along with a personalized message to friends and enemies. It's been breached. So now all the customer lists have uh, app- apparently become vulnerable. So people who have used this service, their names, obviously, you know, credit card statements paying for the feces that they send. I wonder whose feces it is, by the way, too. That should express. Do you get to send your own feces? Probably not. Maybe it's a little more expensive to have that service done. You have to go to the UPS store and put your shit in a box. Like what happens here is what I want to know. We'll find out as we get further along. Uh, But could you imagine if you've done this and now would you be nervous if you took part in shit Express sent it to an enemy? Would you be worried about your name showing up on the list? Yes, or no folks? Why wouldn't you just send your own shit? Why would you hire somebody to do that? Well, I'll tell you I believe sending feces in the mail is a crime is a federal offense of some kind I forget what it's called, but it's the whole reason why you can't really send panties legally in the mail, because it's the same sort of like panties that are soiled, you're sending bodily fluids through the mail, and that is a crime of well, some sort.
1: But that
0: doesn't mean that it's not a crime to hire somebody to do such a thing. Well, that's where we get into the weeds with <laughs> it, You see, if you're going to hire an assassin to murder your wife, you make sure you go to a good company where you go okay this guy's murdered six guys wives or something like that in this case you go to shit express and you go well they have a reputable uh or you know they're pretty reputable they've delivered countless shit to people along the way they've delivered thousands of boxes of shit and i haven't heard of anyone getting arrested so i'm gonna trust my uh revenge with shit express you see and so sure just as illegal but if you want to cover your tracks, maybe you go to Shit Express as opposed to just hopping down to the old FedEx store and throwing your shit into a, here you go. But I don't know. Let's see how their their service worked. Because if I want to send my, if I'm going to send shit to somebody's house, I don't want it to just, how do you know it's good shit? You probably got, you could have some tough sh- you know. What if it's just some guy who uh, eats good, you know, he's pumping out hard logs that'll dry out in the sun within just a couple of minutes? I don't want that. I want like a fucking bowl of diarrhea sent to them so i want my own flavor you know if they're gonna smell shit i want it to be out of my ass you understand i I kind of
1: well i kind of feel like any shit that's been in the mail for you know three to seven days is gonna i think you're wrong again rob i'm sorry on
0: that is not gonna be you're right to a degree again depends on the shit if you got just one log if there's someone out there at shit express who's like man it's five it's 458 on a friday i want to get out of here and they got to pinch off that last log to send out your shit you know what i mean it's going to be some dumb little log that's going to dry out and it might not even smell by the time what if you're sending that from uh, la to maine you got to go across the whole country by the time that little hard turd gets there, it's just gonna be uh, dust. It's gonna be brittle, and maybe it has a little bit of a smell to it, but it's not going to be the punch in the face that you hope when you sign up for a website like Shit Express. You that's understand? why I'm saying, you want you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself. That's Thank why, you. no, that's why right. I personally
1: would not have used this service, and then therefore my uh, information yes. would not be out in the streets.
0: But what if uh, what if it were exposed that you sent somebody? Well, here's the, you know, the, the other difference. If you get caught sending your personal shit to your enemy, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: there's no confusion there. You can't really sidestep that if you were to be exposed for that. Say they put a return address on there on accident or something like that. With Shit Express and having their countless, countless customers list exposed, with that, you can have a bit of, well, I didn't send it to you. You know what I mean? Mm. I got a lot of enemies. You don't know how many times I used Shit Express. You don't know that I sent it to your house. I sure, did. I, is my name on the Shit Express list? Sure. Am I the only person you know on there? That's, uh, you know, who knows?
1: An, 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 uh, safety and anonymity. An anonym, anonymity of crowds.
0: Exactly. Well, also an anonymity of motive. Mm. Because, again, your name shows up on that list. That doesn't mean I sent, you know, the person that suspects me of sending them Shit Express. That doesn't mean it was me. There's a whole bunch of people on this list. Who knows how many of them you pissed off? You're a shithead person. You're getting shit express delivered to you. You know what I, I'm saying? I am seeing on this
1: computer. Do you want to want to let people I'm know about on some of the in- interesting
2: right oh Kirsten services? Has, on is shit express right now. And step one is we choose our animal. And it says that right now they're offering um, organic wet horse poop, but there's also a button you can click for an elephant.
0: Ooh, I do like the variety, but I am, I will say, disappointed as a whole that human isn't an option. Well, human, There's nothing like a human shit. Here, Wait, so is that why it's
1: legal? Because it's animal shit? Because you know. can send animal shit in the mail.
2: They do types. advertise it as gluten-free kosher horse shit, as low as sixteen ninety-five.
0: And you can That's send horse shit under a... Uh, sort of probably a ruse that you're having a garden or something like that.
2: Mm, like a fertilizer? Yeah. Right.
0: Although fertilizer and mail typically doesn't get along either. unibomber kind of reasons. But nevertheless fertilizer. Well what I learned recently I think from just listening to a Joe Rogan podcast. horse shit is literally horseshit. You can't grow shit in it. It's just garbage. You need like regular manure. And horseshit is, like, kind of like what, like, you know how when they cut Coke, they put, like, baking soda in it? Mm -hmm. That's, like, horse, that's what horseshit is. They, like, make the manure, like, worse so they can sell more of it. See what I'm saying? Oh, they're, like, stepping on it. Yeah. Got it. So what else does it offer? Give me some other, uh, does it have options of, like, amount or consistency? Anything like that.
2: Um, no, it shows a tub looks like your average like tubberware tub. Mm. Just um, what I would describe as like ice cream scoops full of horseshit. And there is one review that says we tested the service and it worked very well. Five out of five stars, full grade horseshit as promised.
0: Amazing. And again, like I said, you can't really grow anything in horseshit, according to my past just listening to some people talk on a podcast. But. You can definitely send it to people's houses and make them annoyed. So it's actually good use of the horseshit at the end of the day. And I'm I'm so the website's still up. So that means this breach hasn't taken them down in any way. In fact, I think this breach might actually bring more advertisement to them. Now more people know that Shit Express exists. So I think this falls under the old "all press is good press" kind of thing when it comes to Shit Express. I don't even think they send it through the USPS, do they? Uh, Think well, you use US, UPS or FedEx? Probably. Here, I have a, a list here. It says uh, choosing an animal, uh, uh, animal shit. You could either, like you said, get organic, wet horse poop, providing a shipping address, customize the packaging. Uh, you can have like a smiley sticker on it. You pay for your order. Payments can be made via credit card or through Bitcoin. The service promises uh, to its patrons complete anonymity, even when paying via credit cards. So that is where it gets hairy with this breach, this information breach. This time around should express visited by an interesting customer, Pom Pom Purin, the owner of breached co-hacking forum and a well-known hacker who has previously stolen private data from companies like Question Pro and Mangatune. I don't know what those places are, but I'd imagine they're places you don't want your identity coming out yet. They sound like pedophile websites. <laughs> I don't know what they are, but they sound like... That's what they sound like. Uh, I'm I'm going to get people in the... Con- no, I'm on Question Pro all the time, bro. It's not a pedophile website. It's like a fucking blah, blah, blah. The I'm, technical term is a file. I'm making a joke, you fucking losers. Uh, the hacker also previously put up stolen data of 7 million Robinhood customers. So this guy is a menace. You know, Beck, there was a data breach, too, with uh, Ashley Madison, I remember, back in the day. That was pretty heavy duty. And uh, I could see, like, when that news story came out, my dad was asking a lot of questions about uh, how the internet works at that time. Trying to figure some things out. Wondering so, like, if this is breached, like, does it like get printed somewhere? <laughs> you know, like you're <laughs> asking a lot of those types of questions about Ashley Madison uh, So this this hacker had just like uh, he had it out for all these things. He's got getting investigated by the FBI uh, and he, you know so I think this was just kind of like one of those Rico cases where it's like he's gotten the data breached on things that are that matter, you know things like Robin Hood and things like that. And uh, now this is all part of it, too. They're like, oh, so by the way, this guy also has data for the shit express. If you do use shitexpress.com, your shit might be out there. Uh, so just, uh, you know, heed that warning. And I think they're probably locked locked tight now over at shitexpress.com. They're probably, uh, they've got that thing sealed up like Fort Knox as far as security goes. So feel have at. Send some shit. Don't send it. This good thing I don't have an address on here. (laughs) I imagine we'd get some samples. But let me know if you've used it. Let me know if you will use it. And uh, let me know if you've received it more so because I want to know how good is this? I mean, because if they're delivering it, you mean to tell me they don't smell it as they're like, you know, the mail carriers like (whistles) taking it up to the stoop?
2: Yeah, like you just said you were in Chicago and it was really hot. Can you imagine if a box is just sitting in Chicago heat for like a day until someone gets there to it?
0: And, in in like, it must be sealed or something to that point, to which case I can't tell you how many packages I get where if something came in a sealed box, I wouldn't open it. I'd be like, this is weird. Am, am I on a list? Is there some guy in a cabin who's got me on a list someplace? That's what I would think. And I would just like be like, is someone, did my mom mail me leftovers? What the hell is this? Golly. There's a lot of things that I think would go wrong.
2: I wonder if anyone's actually testing it to see if it is actual horseshit.
0: I mean you mean when they receive it yeah I don't know but here's the thing folks at the end of the day this seems like a lot to to go through in order to send shit to your enemies I say you just go get drunk walk up to their step and just dump right on their fucking welcome mat and then it's not in a nice little package because if you take a package you're like ooh and then you put it back and you go that was gross and you throw it in the dumpster outside if you just take a wild shit on someone's front porch that's like, you got to call somebody to come clean that up. That's not just going away anytime soon. So take out your revenge for real. And wear a, you know, you wear a mask in case you get caught on a ring camera like Anne Heche. Noing! Flying by. Just make sure your identity's covered up and you'll be all set. You know what I mean? So lots of lessons out there for the kids today here on the old Josh Potter Show. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Show at gmail.com is where you can send your articles in the way that the other roach reporters have there was a few we didn't get to but we'll get to them down the road my friend we're always saving them always stockpiling so continue to send them again joshpottershow at gmail.com follow along on instagram at josh underscore potter follow along on twitter at j underscore potter there you'll find links to all the shows coming up including Philadelphia Helium Comedy Club August 25th big time stuff that's the next big show Um, and then like I said September 30th Yuma, Arizona. Those tickets going on sale very shortly. It'll be Chase O'Donnell and I together over in Yuma, Arizona. One night only, one show only. So come on out if you're out in that area. Lots more coming up for the fall uh, weekends that I am excited to announce. So I'll let you know about those. Oh, one I can announce right now that's on sale. Ontario Improv here in Southern California, September 14th so please to be buying tickets to all the live shows twitch.tv slash josh underscore potter and uh patreon.com slash the josh potter show all these things can be found in the description thanks to rob thanks to kirsten thanks to everybody who came out to chicago professor pizza shout out to professor pizza go check out his shit if you're in chicago and you like pizza because it is otherworldly thank you so much to him uh for coming out if i'm forgetting anybody else uh I'm sorry, but I had such a great time in Chicago. Oh, thanks to Dave Kaplan, uh, NBC Sports, Ozzy Guillen. Awesome time had there. And uh, I can't wait to go to Philadelphia next. But first, oh, by the way, Your Mom's House Live. If you're watching this the day this comes out, that's tomorrow night. So get your package, get your pay-per-view, and we'll see you on that even sooner than Philadelphia next week. I love you. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next Tuesday right here on The Josh Potter Show.